Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so when I throw out that we're uh, doing this podcast, I tell people, hey, throw some questions our way, at Matt underscore Bove, at Sal Sports on Twitter. We got some really good questions, and Matt, wouldn't you know, some of these questions go right into the offense and really kind of give us a great segue into what we want to talk about next. We have to talk about the offense a little bit. You touched on some of it a little while ago. So let's get to Scott's question first. Scott says, is the Khalil Shakir hype real? Well, Scott, I don't know how hype you're, he's, you're hearing like how hypey you're hearing, but I will tell you, I think Khalil Shakir is going to be a player. I love what I've seen from Khalil Shakir so far. There's no doubt about that. Um, I love the fact that I, he's caught balls at like all levels, all parts of the field. His hands are very good, Matt. I don't know if he'll ever put up like monster numbers. I just think he's gonna be a really solid player in this league for a long time, but I do think that starts this year and he'll be a contributor on this offense. I do too. And I think the big thing that you said was like, where is the level of hype? Like that's where I'm at. Like Khalil Shakir in the first couple of days has shown me that he can play and that he can make plays when called upon. But I'm also not ready to say like, Ooh, Khalil Shakir might be a sneaky fantasy play because he's going to be on the field a ton or anything like that. I think Khalil Shakir has the ability to do a little bit of everything. I think he's got a lot of tools in the toolbox. I think that's somebody that this team needed, especially because of the age of some of the other players that are in the room. So I like Khalil Shakir. He's had an opportunity to make plays because both Jamison Crowder and Jay Kumaro have missed time. He seems to have taken advantage of those extra reps, but three days into training camp, no pads on yet. We'll pump the brakes on the hype train at least a little bit. Still super early, says Joe, but who do you guys project to start at slot wide receiver? Now, look, Jamison Crowder's there, but he, he hasn't been playing. He's missed a couple of days. Um, he's got to get off the bike, get on the field. There's a big competition there. Tavon Austin is there, obviously. He's a guy that has juice. We had another person ask about Tavon Austin. That was Dave. So uh, we got a couple of, we got a Joe and a Dave, both asking about receivers and Tavon Austin and guys like that. Matt, I think this is maybe the um, one of the toughest position groups that Brandon Beans and his staff are going to have to decide on when it's all said and done. Oh, absolutely. And I think that just kind of speaks to like the depth of the roster as a whole. We were talking about it so many times leading up to this. Like if you're a draft pick, you're not a lock to make the team anymore. I mean, if you're an early draft pick, you are from top to bottom. The 53 is going to be really, really tight. So I think they're going to have some tough decisions to make and it, it is early. So I don't exactly know how it's going to play out, but as we get the pads on and as we start to see some more live 11 on 11, we stood, we should start to get some hints. Ryan asks, does David Questenberry pose any threat to Ryan Bates at guard? I saw he filled in at guard and yes, he did. And the reason is Roger Saffold is out with the rib injuries, ribs injury. That's plural from his um, minor car accident. 
luckily I would say it's minor in that, in that sense that it could have been worse. So we're thankful it's not, but um, Saffold's not out there yet. He's on the NFI uh-huh. list, not football injury list. Questenberry can be a guy who can play both spots. We have seen him play at guard, but threatening Ryan Bates. I wouldn't say that. I think they really like Ryan Bates for his role. I agree. I think that right now, because we have not seen the healthy starting five yet, we see Deion Dawkins, Roger Saffold, Mitch Morse, Ryan Bates, and then Spencer Brown. I think Questenberry provides them some versatility, both inside and outside, and kind of could be their next man up. If somebody, you know, got hurt, Sal, you made this point earlier. He could be their new Ryan Bates, basically, Yeah, who was uh, what they used him for last year. So I don't think that he has kind of like beat out Bates or won a starting job. I, I don't think that that's fair. And I also got to say, like, we've seen Ike Butker a lot. Ike Butker's still on the team. He's got a yep. long road to recovery, but he's still on this team. And there's a reason they wanted him to still be here. So uh, don't forget about him as one of those depth, versatile offensive linemen either. I do like this other question. It goes back to the defense. It's from Ryan again. Is Cam Lewis carving, carving out a roster spot? I really think Cam Lewis has looked really good. Matt, I'll say this. I think if Cam Lewis was in any other organization, there's almost no question he's on the team. Let's remember, this guy actually won the starting job from Taron Johnson before the Bills played Kansas City in that rescheduled game during the COVID year with no fans. He goes on the field in the second series. I think he broke his forearm. I think that was the injury. He got hurt. Taron goes back in, never relinquishes the job, and since has signed a contract extension, and he's terrific. We know that. But Cam Lewis can play, man. And I, I've been super impressed by him over the first few days of camp. You wonder if Cam Lewis never gets hurt, if Taron doesn't win that job back, what happens in the Ravens game? That pick six against Lamar, one of the greatest plays in Buffalo right. Bills history. Like, you know, the iconic moment from that playoff run. Does it happen? Who knows? Cam Lewis, really solid player versatile can do a little bit of a lot can do a lot of you know what this off or what this defense is looking for what the coaching staff is looking for and I think it also bodes well to him like he's been in that room for a while and he knows the players and the coaches and they can trust him like Micah Hyde completely unprompted at his interview on Tuesday someone was like who has impressed you and he was like let me think about that there's a lot of guys but Cam Lewis was the first guy he got to now Hey, it's Sal Capaccio from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. It's not just a podcast. It's the 25th hour of your day, your weekly source for all things Buffalo Bills. Right on time, your time. In the car, navigate the streets with NFL wisdom in your ear. We accompany every errand you need to run. Washing the windows or vacuuming the carpets? Don't just clean, conquer. Podcasts make you more productive because we fit perfectly into your schedule. Follow It's Always Game Day in Buffalo in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of that is because he wants to look after his dude in his position. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to give love to one of my guys, but there's a lot of other people in that room too. So the fact that he gets to cam Lewis and they have always praised him. And when he's been called upon, he's done well. So I think cam Lewis is before training camp or even before the off season, I would have said, eh, he's got a shot. I don't think he's going to make the team. Now I think I've kind of flipped that. I'm like, I think he might make the team. He's not a lock, but he could definitely make it might be a numbers game with him. Right. I mean, um, special teams are going to matter for sure. Another guy real quick. I want to touch on because I know your thoughts on this. And I want you to say him here, Zach Moss, kind of in that same boat of a guy you thought maybe one thing about, and then you get to camp and you're thinking a little differently. Yeah, for sure. And I think that was maybe I wasn't valuing or I wasn't giving him enough credit for what he was drafted to do. And I think the bills value him more than I thought they did. And like I said, we haven't even seen the pads on yet, but he's been around a lot 
and he's been utilized and he's still kind of doing all of the stuff that they drafted him to do off to the side. So I think, and I was having this conversation with Mike Catalana from Wham and he was like, it wasn't that long ago that Zach Moss looked like the more promising running back. Like think about the Colts game, the wild card game. When he got injured, he got carted off the fields, like going into that game. He was the one who was kind of trending in the right direction. So as you start to think about it more, you're like, okay, he's still in a really cheap contract. They did use a third round pick to take him. He's only entering his third season and Singletary is in his last year. So do you really want to part ways with a young running back who still has some upside? Now, I'm not saying that he is a lock to make the team, but I'm saying I think it's much more likely he makes the team than I thought even a week ago at this point. I want to talk about his um, backfield mate, James Cook, for a minute. I wrote about him at WGR550.com. You can check that out. Matt has all of his video and observations over at WKBW.com. I have WGR550.com, the same thing. You can check that out, and in, in there you'll read about James Cook, which is my thought on him is just how explosive he, he looked, and especially on Tuesday where he made a move, Matt, where I would say in the open field, the, the best way to describe it was he was going full speed, and then stopped and shuffled his feet to the left and then took off again going forward. As my old coach at Cleveland Hill High School, Glenn Graham, would say, Matt, he stopped on a dime and left nine cents change. That's what he did. I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it, it, I think what this guy can be in this offense is super special. They, do, they just do not have a player like him coming out of the backfield. They have not had a player like him in the passing game out of the backfield. Yeah, go back to what we talked about. If Yak is going to be such a big emphasis for this team, yards after catch, he is the guy who I think could be the biggest weapon there. And when you watch him run routes, whether he's in pads or he's not in pads, he doesn't look like he's running routes like a running back. He looks like he's running routes like a really small wide receiver. So I think he is going to be involved a lot. I think Devin Singletary is still the, you know, air quote starter here. If it's first or second down and there's any threat that the bills are going to run the ball. I think Devin Singletary is probably going to be on the team, but I think James cook is going to be utilized on third down. I think he's going to be used here and there occasionally. And I think that he's kind of a player that you can put anywhere on the field and have him be somebody you have to keep an eye on. And that's great for the bills. And also pay attention to where they drafted him. They used a second round pick on him. That is a big resource for this front office to go out and spend on a running back. And that tells me that I think they really want him to be involved. Before we let out, but let you out of here before we get out of here. Um, we want to thank everybody for coming and subscribing and tell you how you can do that. And we know we do have subscribers and listeners. We just talked about that. And one of the ways is Matt, I got an email from someone named Francis who said he was very mad at you for not putting the bills. Number one in your power rankings oh, and reverse power rankings last week when we did that. Well, Francis, I won't put the bills at number one, at least just yet, but you know what? I will put number one, the Turkey burgers in the cafeteria <laughs> here at St. John Fisher college, St. John Fisher university. I'm sorry. I caught myself before I finished completely saying college. I got university there. The you, owe a, burgers, you owe a dollar, pal. You owe a dollar. I, I, I owe a dollar. The Turkey burgers became like this big talking point because Josh Allen and Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde have all talked about how great they are. I talked to the cook and he was kind of telling me like how crazy these last couple days have been, but yeah. Uh, sorry, Francis. I, I promise you, I think the bills are going to be very good. All right. So it's always game day in Buffalo, iTunes, Spotify, however you want to listen, however you want to subscribe, download, make sure you do that. And please give us a nice five-star rating and review. That always helps the show. Yeah. And also I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Mark, who is getting ready to run the Chicago marathon sale. He said that he is using our podcast and his rotation. Cause you know, when yes. you're running like three and a yes. half, four hours every single day when you're training. Yeah. He said he's in the rotation now and he's like, Oh, I love what you guys are doing with the podcast. So Mark, 
I hope your training is going well. And who knows, maybe we'll even have a podcast ready when you're actually running the marathon and we can be that little extra push that you need. Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. All right. Um, I think we could, we could even talk. I know you run a little bit, but that's for another podcast. We'll talk about that at another time. I'm not, I'm a big, I'll run in the treadmill inside, man. I know you like to run. You go out to other cities. We could talk about that in another podcast. Maybe the best cities to go running in before games Ooh. we do that. Yeah. yeah. We'll pair that with like the best cities to go <laughs> drinking and eating in too. So we can have balance. It's all about moderation. So that's right. It's all about, it's always game day in Buffalo and you and listening and downloading and subscribing. And we thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode. We'll talk to you again from St. John Fisher University.